Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Voices of Forestry podcast. I'm your host, Seth Stevenson, the Communications Coordinator for the Arkansas Forestry Association. And before we hop into this month's episode, we want to give a special thank you to our sponsors this month. That is Neely Forestry Service. We appreciate their sponsorship of the show, and we're going to hear a little bit more from them later on in this episode. But in the meantime, I am joined today by Ricky O'Neill, the operations manager with Neely Forestry Service. You guys may remember him from our timber sales podcast back in October. So, Ricky, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate appreciate the invite. I'm glad I'm here. Awesome. So, uh, one thing that we wanted to, just kind of a peek behind the curtain, one thing that we do with our sponsors is we uh, allow them the opportunity to kind of maybe suggest an episode that might gel with what they do. And when I sent that to Ricky, because that's who I work with for with uh, our Neely sponsorship, um, Ricky, you came back and said you just kind of wanted to talk about how folks can get involved with just the forestry in their state. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today is is involvement. And I, I, I'm very careful not to say landowner involvement because involvement stretches out to anybody and everybody. So I guess, Ricky, let's, uh, let's, let's kind of start there. Let's just kind of talk about what you had in mind for this episode, what is it that you kind of wanted to talk about? Sure, for, for sure. Episode? I just wanted to, you know, talk about emphasize some of the ways that no matter who you are, and you know, in the state, you know, because forestry is is huge in the state of Arkansas, but you no know, matter from you know educators who are educating kids in schools, to um, landowners, to anyone who has any kind of involvement, hunting clubs. If you're a member of a hunting club, or if you're a logger, or just a business owner, there's there's a lot of ways to be involved. You know, nationally and locally. You know, and, and on our statewide level. Yeah, and, and we're going to be probably talking a lot about on a local level a lot about Arkansas. But I want to clarify that if you're out of state and if you're in another state, check around for your local forestry association. I know there's a lot in the south. Um, they may be a little more sporadic once you spread out from there, but uh, check around. I assume a lot of this information can be very can be used with your local state association, and you know it always. I guess the first place that we can recommend people to start is just give a phone call. That's right. Yeah, call someone if you're whatever. No matter what state you're in, just call your local forestry division, forestry mm-hmm. office for that state, or or just hey, call us, call the AFA office, and we'll certainly try to help. And there are national organizations as well if you guys remember dave tenney from the national alliance of forest owners took me a second there um that uh we spoke to him a couple months ago i mean that's another organization there are multiple national organizations that you can kind of reach out to and at the very least just sign up uh to to, to get their newsletter their e-news that's a good place to start as well yeah yeah that's a great resource you know there's a lot of others you know fra the forest resource association Mm -hmm. Um, there's several others just you know you can google quickly you know you know forestry forest owners you know ways to be involved nationally too so and now uh just just as a quick reminder for folks ricky you work with landowners quite often with your position correct yes yes and so we have a lot a large client base you know over 400 landowners and everywhere from 20 acres to 40,000 acres at different sizes and and primarily in arkansas but also in other southern states uh, louisiana and texas so and I, I say that just so uh you know folks know that you know you're working with boots on the ground people people who own the land um that just so i can make we can make sure that people know that you know what you're talking about and this is advice that i'm sure you've given to Multiple landowners throughout the years. Yeah, that's right. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's good advice to have, and a lot of them do ask. They want to be involved. How mm-hmm. can I be involved? And so we're, there's a lot of different avenues and ways they can. 
And so I just wanted to kind of, you know, give some of that, a summary of some of that information that we provide to them. For sure. Day. For sure. And so I guess let's kind of hop into it. In your professional opinion, why is it important that you think landowners, tree farmers, foresters, bankers, whomever, why do you, why is it important that they be involved with a forestry group if they have an interest in the forestry industry in their state? Sure. So, you know, a lot of the things that the Forestry Association does, you know, here in Arkansas and other states is, you know, it's your voice. You know, we hear that quite a bit. It's a common theme that we hear, but it's a voice that we have. There's a lot of things that happen that impact forest landowners or people who have interest in forest um, legislatively. You know, every mm-hmm. year there's, there's, there's different bills, different laws, different things that are considered that could impact you from tax benefits or non-tax benefits or um, impact loggers on the way that they, you know, haul or how much they haul, different things like that. There's a lot of things to keep up with to make sure that, you know, that you have your voice heard, that mm-hmm. there is an issue or at least you're aware of issues that could impact you from the from the forest standpoint. And and i be honest with you, Ricky, I, I feel a little more comfortable going into this episode because I feel confident in my ability to speak on this topic, which is great. So this is going to be uh, maybe sound a little bit different. But no, I mean, you're 100% correct. We at the Arkansas Forestry Association send out a weekly e-newsletter. And at the very least, if you don't have time or if, you, if you're unable to really put in a whole lot of effort, signing up for a newsletter just to keep up to date on what's going on or what, what, what we deem is important, I guess, to get important information to get out to folks that's a good place just to even start. We also have a legislative update that we send when um, our local legislator uh, legislators are meeting up here at the Capitol just a couple blocks away from the office. And so it's, again, Max does an excellent job because he writes that. I just make it look nice. Um, he writes that up, and it's good information for folks to see what we're doing, what Max is focusing on, because advocacy here at AFA is our number one priority. Like you said, we want to be a voice for the other folks out who, who are actually growing the trees and do, doing the dang thing, you know. Circy, one thing that you mentioned was educators. And that people might not think of that as someone or a group of people who are really close to the forestry industry. But education is a huge part of getting getting not only landowners or but students to know what it is that we're doing. So how what would you suggest to them? What is a good way for them to get involved? So I think it's important for uh, for us to be, to be involved. I've been involved with uh, Project Learning Tree, the Teacher Conservation Workshop, for over 20 years through a- AFA. And so I've had a lot of opportunity to to have students out, have teachers, educators, the person that ladies and men are teaching our, our children about forestry and the environment. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's you know real important to have that. There's opportunities there for for someone from AFA or someone, you know, to, to be part of a workshop or some way involved to help educate, you know, your, your students in your classrooms. Yeah, and with our PLT program specifically, uh, Project Learning Tree, I got to be careful with all the acronyms. Um, it, with PLT specifically, you know, R- Rob, our ed- forestry education director, is out constantly working on workshops, trying to get teachers uh, qualified to to teach the PLT stuff in, in classrooms. So he's out there. It just takes, you know, teachers uh, putting in a little effort to come to a workshop on, you know, with Thursday or whatever to, to knock out some of the things that he's doing. So one thing that I do want to kind of highlight, too, we, we're talking about education, we've legislation, and just some of the general news is that there's there's a plethora, <laughs> a plethora of different topics that people can kind of find a place for. Um, 
they if if you if you feel more comfortable in like an educational role or if you feel more comfortable in more of like a tree farm type of thing we can find a place for you and again i'm sure that's the case with other organizations yep that's right yeah there's there's a lot a lot of opportunity to learn you know everything from you know being a forest landowner and some of the implications that you may involve you from um, different laws or different ways there's also you know the tree farm program there's um, tons of different things that you can you can be involved with no matter if you're you know a business owner or a landowner or someone who represents someone who has something you know something with forestry or forest land and we have a lot of different committees here at the arkansas forestry association uh that we have different different types of people on various different committees and ricky you've spent a good amount of time in a committee meeting we're, we're wrapping or we're recording this after you just wrapped up a committee meeting here at the office so if you could just explain your i guess how you got started in your i guess what 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 spurned you on to join your first committee do you even do you remember what your first committee was here at afa um Wow, let's see, what was that? I know we might be taking a trip down memory yeah, lane. Take a trip down memory lane. <laughs> so I, I did join uh, while I was in college at UAM, mm-hmm. I was a member of AFA, but really was just just a member. Yeah. For many years, and then um, got involved at, a, at an annual meeting, and I believe my first committee was the program committee. Okay. So helping plan the annual meetings mm-hmm. and those kind of things, and then. Uh, over time, I've um, joined the Forest Practices Committee, which helps you know us understand some of the the practices that go on in the state, you know, around forest. And then also the Wildlife and Biodiversity Committee, mm-hmm. uh, also uh, a member of the Witness Protection Committee. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different committees, and those are just some of the ones that that I'm involved with. There's a whole lot more, such as fire protection, um, and numerous others. I guess the Education Committee, the yeah, Landowner Committee. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. uh, So there's there's several other ways to be involved. You know, to to make sure that that your interest there is being being heard. Mm-hmm. And as a student, God knows when I was a student, I had hardly any time to attend a, a, a committee meeting. Or you know, but what was it? I guess why did you why did you see or why did you feel the need to become a part of a official group? here at AFA? Well, I think in college, of course, it was, you know, professors urging, you know, hey, let's go to this annual meeting. And so Mm -hmm. it was really encouraged in one of our senior level classes, which was great. You know, and and over time, the the companies that I worked for were very uh, pro-AFA, pro-advocacy to make Mm -hmm. sure that we're involved. And so the opportunities were there. Uh, And a lot of employers and and enforcers are very uh, supportive of those kind of activities, you know, to make sure that, you know, that you stay aware that you're out there and, you know, have your voice heard and, you know, that we understand what's going on with the issues that could impact forestry and, and what's going on in the state. And and that's something to, you know, be, having your voice heard. Organizations like AFA almost live and die by their members. You know, we, we don't know what what is going to greatly affect or benefit our forest landowners or our business owners or whomever out there if we don't have that line of communication you know we we talk to folks like ricky we talk to landowners we talk to tree farmers whatever and they kind of let us know hey we're dealing with this and that gives us a direction or it gives max a direction to take to the capital here or to start having conversations with other organizations so we can try to get those problems fixed right so i think mm-hmm. that you know Very communication important. is is a huge part of just being involved even if you if you choose not to join a committee or you know yep, that's right or anything yep. like that Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Ricky, 
before we move on, let's take another break and hear from your job or from your organization, Neely Forestry Service, for their sponsorship of this episode. Since 1972, Neely Forestry Service has been a part of forestry in Arkansas, providing a broad spectrum of services, including forest management, including timber sales and civil cultural activities. With five registered foresters, two licensed certified general appraisers, one state registered apprentice appraiser, and four licensed real estate agents on staff, Neely Forestry Service has the experience to help landowners make the best decisions for their land. To get in touch with them, you can visit NeelyForestryService.com or call 870-836-5981. Neely Forestry Service, managing forests from one generation to the next. And thank you once more to Neely Forestry Service for their sponsorship of this month's episode. So one thing I wanted to talk about, Ricky, uh, while we were talking about committees and, um, you know, joining in on uh, on e-newsletters, stuff like that, is the fact that over the past two years, it's been become a lot easier to join things virtually. Um, so let's kind of, if you don't mind, let's kind of talk about that. What's been your experience? Have you been able to join in on more meetings or more discussions virtually since more people are trying to grab or have had to graduate to like zoom meetings and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah. You know, COVID, the onset of COVID a couple of years ago really changed, you know, how everyone was involved and got involved. And so, and still it continues today, you know, we're, we're still involved through Zoom or some kind of meeting. I know AFA has, has hosted several workshops I was involved with, you know, not only last year, but again this year on a variety of topics. Mm-hmm. And we do recommend to our landowners, hey, if there's something that's, that's of interest that they may mention to me, hey, there, there's, a, there's a workshop, there's a there's a Zoom. I may forward a newsletter or may mention to them, "Hey, you need to here's a topic that may, may be of interest to you to join or, or listen into." Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's something that we've tried to do. You know, uh, we've realized that if we can do it, we should probably do it. Uh, so since the la- or ever since we started having to go virtual, we've been trying to provide a virtual element with webinars. We do you know our virtual landowner, what is it? Virtual landowner Zoom. Uh, every month and we do our women owning woodlands every month but I mean today we offer committee members an opportunity to join from their office or from them from their home so getting involved has become a lot easier and and, and you don't have to worry about driving x amount of hours to get here um, so that's that's kind of one thing that we wanted to highlight too was just the ease with which you can get involved if that's a concern of yours and have you in your talks with your landowners Ricky have you had folks kind of I don't know well I guess what are some of the concerns that you've heard on your end or have have anyone has anyone voiced their concerns when you mention hey you should probably get involved with AFA or whatever organization you know and a lot of landowners would or some I would say that we deal with just don't know how to get involved mm-hmm. and so they you know ask well how do I get involved what you know they may have a question and we try to see if they're a member of the AFA or if they're a member of another organization that could help answer some of these questions, you know, and a lot of it does revolve around, you know, tax implications for owning woodlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are some of the main questions that we have. And then other, other issues, you know, maybe uh, timber sale or carbon or, or some other timely topics. We try to, you know, direct them toward what we know. Then also here's some information that's really good, you know, become a part of a, you know, of an organization that, you know, you hear this stuff a lot of bit, uh, quite a bit, especially the, you know, Forestry Association, FRA, mm-hmm. other national organizations. And, and that's, you kind of bring up just 
carbon credits has been a buzz phrase here the last couple of weeks uh, or even years now. But uh, that's one thing, you know, we, we try to work off of, again, what our members have telling us or what people like you, Ricky, are telling us that you guys are having to field questions for. Things like carbon credits, things like, you know, I, I guess a lot of landowners have been getting phone calls about solar panels. Like, so that we take that and our annual meeting coming up here this year is going to tackle some of those issues just to get information out. And we yeah, and we couldn't do it without anyone else or with, with without our members and people like uh, people like you, dear listener. Um, so I guess Ricky, as we start getting towards the end here, um, do you have any advice for someone who who is like some of the landowners that you guys have dealt with, who feel like they want to get involved or do want to get involved, but don't really know where to begin? What what's the end advice that you could give them here towards the tail end of this episode sure and i think this holds true for for landowners or uh, young foresters or, or students or educators or anyone else with any kind of interest in forestry is to, is to ask a question you know just if you know someone who's a forester or involved in forestry ask them how do, how do they get involved where are some ways i can get involved uh, talk to your local forestry office your local forestry division forester uh call afa office mm-hmm. i mean there, there's a lot of ways that you know Hey, you may be an educator that wants to implement some of these uh, forestry aspects or some of the project learning tree principles in your in your in your lessons. Well, there's a great way to do that. You know, call the IFA office. Um, you know, landowners, this you know, get involved. There's there's ways to you know get involved. Not only being a member, but also uh, getting edu- you know material and news from AFA that mm-hmm. may impact you some some way. But I just first thing would be to talk to a, a friend, a forester, a pro- professional, you know, how, how can I get involved? What can I do? And then we say that all the time is, you know, it doesn't hurt to just make a phone call. That's People, right. You know, everyone yeah. in Pick this industry is very understanding and very, very willing to help and assist anyone who has a question or who, who would like to find out more information. Um, and we're all about education here at AFA, which is why we have this podcast is, is all about educating folks and trying to get information out to to you guys who may be interested. So, well, Ricky, uh, I think one other thing, too, that I wanted to highlight that you mentioned there, um, and this kind of harkens back to how you got started here at AFA, is you don't have to be, there's not a, any requirements for getting involved. You know, you can be a student at your local forestry college, or you could just be someone who's interested in the topic of forestry. You can kind of get your foot in the door by just making that phone call. That's right. Yeah, you don't have to be a forester or, an, or a student or whatever if you're just interested in forestry. You don't have to own land. Mm-hmm. As long as you have an interest in forestry, want to learn more about forestry, you can be a member and get involved. There's a lot of things that, that can you can do and go learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and again, reach out to, if, if you're not here in Arkansas, reach out to folks in your state or there are, again, national organizations that are more than willing to help you guys out and to get you some information and granted their information is going to be a much of a broader scope and on a national level it may not be specific to a louisiana or specific to a texas but it will i'm it inevitably does have some kind of impact on your state and the forestry goings-ons right there. yep definitely so yep. all right well ricky thank you so much man we uh we really appreciate it uh for you joining us today yeah 
I yep. thought this was, you know, a very interesting topic, something that we haven't really tackled yep. yet on the show. Yep. So thank you. Yeah, that's good. I appreciate the time. Thank yeah. you. Awesome. Yep. And we want to thank you guys for joining us this week. And we want to thank Neely Forestry Service for their sponsorship of this month's episode. Thank you to them for their support of the show. We also want to give a special shout out to Rob McCormick slash some guy named Rob for the use of our theme song. It's called The Same Love. That's off of his album, The Folkster. You can find more information uh, about him in the description of this episode. We'll link his website like we usually do. And you can find more of his music on Spotify. Uh, He's got some great stuff over there. And if you want more information on the Arkansas Forestry Association, you can find us at arcforest.org. That's A-R-K-F-O-R-E-S-T-S dot org. We've got a list of all of our different committees if you're interested in that. And you can reach out to me if you want to be added to our email e-newsletter that goes out every Monday. Again, just to kind of get that ball rolling, get your foot in the door on trying to get some information on what it is that we're looking at from an Arkansas perspective. And even we throw in some national stuff there every now and then. And make sure you come back next month where we'll have a new topic, a new discussion, and a new voice of forestry.